Welcome to the very first Church for Life podcast. This is something that we thought would be a, a great way to encourage our church family. We got together uh, in the office, one of our staff meetings, and we started kicking the idea around. And uh, we thought it would be great if we just let you guys in on some of the discussions we have about topics that we all face and that we all go through. So let me introduce the people that are going to be part of this today. Uh, we have Edgar Galvez down on the end, brother Ed. Thanks for being here. <laughs> and he, he is a. We are we calling you an intern with the youth, or a, uh, what? What is Edwards? Uh, Edwards just an awesome dude that uh, we're. He's just a great guy. He's just a great, <laughs> he's a great guy. And he he works in our. He does graphic work for us. He does social media. He's a real talented uh, a musician and an artist and. Uh, so we're glad to have him to be a part of our team. And Edgar, thanks for being here this Thank morning. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. And then, uh, <laughs> so, you know, and you guys might not know Edgar and Jonathan because they're relatively new at, at our church. And so I think this is also a great time for them to get to know yeah. Edgar and, and uh, Jonathan too. They're okay. This is Jonathan, our, our worship pastor. And and uh, you guys see him on uh, Sunday mornings uh, leading our church in worship. But, you know, he's more than just another pretty face. He's got something to offer too. So we wanted him to be a part of the conversation. And... And uh, talk and discuss some of the things that we're going to be going through. And, of course, this is Brian Day. He's our uh, youth pastor and uh, just uh, jack-of-all-trades, and he does a lot of stuff around this place. So I'm just glad to be here with these guys. And uh, today's edition of the uh, uh, Church for Life podcast, we're really going to kick this off with the 21 days of prayer. So every day for the next 21 days, you'll receive a podcast that you can watch and what we're hoping out of this is that it's an encouragement to, to you guys that uh, yeah. y'all watch the podcast and um, and that maybe watch we'll, and listen and listen and listen. Yeah, and listen. yeah, if you're in your car and you don't have time to pull up a video, you can just use the the podcast app or the really any of the podcast apps. There's you know there's the Google Play, there's the Apple Podcast, there's Anchor. You know, anyone that you decide to use, you can stick this in your car and, and listen to. By the way, he forgot to introduce himself. Oh, yeah. uh, this is Pastor Keith Day. He the is the man himself. The man. <laughs> the the man legend. Himself. The myth. The man. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> the myth. The more like it. <laughs> he, is, he is our not-so-senior pastor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're really, really, really grateful to have him and, and lead us in this 21 days of prayer. So we're really excited. I'm, I'm excited about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's going to be, really be a, great, a thing. great time. And, you know, uh, we do these, uh, the 21 days of prayer, uh, just so you know, if you're new to Chapel Creek, we do these twice a year. We plan on these twice a year. At the beginning of the year, we do 21 days of prayer and a fast just to prepare spiritually for the new year. And uh, it's a great time for people to look at their commitments, think about their life, reconnect with God, and to really grow spiritually. And then we do it in the uh, late summer to get ready for the fall because the fall is traditionally a real busy time, a real busy season at our church. We'll have visitors coming to church, and we'll... We're going to have outreach events and uh, just just the pace of life in the fall, uh, I think, uh, kind of dictates that we need to get ready for that. And so this 21 days of prayer that we're doing here in August is kind of our get ready spiritually for the fall. So I uh, hope you guys listen every day. And uh, then uh, later on, we're going to continue these podcasts and uh, we'll even have times for you to uh, send us your topics things you want to talk about so we're looking forward to it. i think it's gonna be great yeah. i think it's, gonna be, awesome. it's, gonna, it's be gonna be a lot of fun so yeah uh, here we go the bible says that we are 
supposed to love, the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength, everything you are, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. And so we thought that starting our, the first day of prayer would be uh, uh, just directed toward real intimacy with God. Right. And so the, the, that's not always easy. Yeah. And so what I really wanted us to do is kind of talk about why, why is it such a struggle to be intimate with God? I mean, what gets in, the, in our way whenever we're trying to do that? I think, I think before we start talking about, like, why it's hard to get intimate, I think we need to define what intimacy is with God. Because I think a lot of times people, um, people view God as, as this, you know, untouchable being that's up there and we're here and, and you know, we just, we just do the prayer for our food, prayer for our family and, and amen. And that's kind of, that's kind of the extent of our prayer life. So it's it's the depth of it. right? Yeah. So I think, I think describing first and foremost, like what is intimacy? Like what, what does it, what does it look like to have intimacy with God? Um, I think that's important. You know, I'm sure they'd love to, to hear our, our take on like what it means to be intimate with God in the first place. So anybody? Yeah. I mean, for me being, you know, being intimate with God just means giving him everything. Um, you know, all my cares, all my worries, um, anything I'm going through, just, you know, totally trusting him with that and, and giving those over to him. Yeah. Um, it's a lot, a lot easier uh, to say it than to do it. But I, I know when I do those things, um, I, I feel very close to God and I feel, uh, I feel like, um, I can, you know, feel him working in my life, uh, when I do those things. Yeah. Personally for me, like intimacy is, <clears throat> you know, with God is having that friend that knows things that other people don't know. Right. So, yeah. for example, like, you know, God knows everything. God sees everything, right? Yeah. But it just feels better when I tell him, you yeah. know, when I when I spend some time with him on, on my own and just let him know, like, hey, this is going on. This is happening. And it's not just talking about my worries and talking about, like, you know, asking him for stuff, but just talking about regular stuff like, hey, God, you know, today my dog chewed all my credit cards and <laughs> my license true story. And, you know just true story. true story true story by the way no but you know just just having that conversation just having yeah. that friendship so it's God, not really it's not yeah. a mysterious complicated thing no no no, no. it's it's, it's, a friend, yeah. it's a it's a relationship deal yeah right sure. yeah yeah I mean, yeah, to echo that, I, I feel the same exact way. I mean, I, I always like to compare, and this is something I say over and over. I'm sure people are sick of hearing it from me, but I always compare our relationship with God with our relationship with a significant other. And the reason for that is really simple. The Bible all over the place refers to us, the church, as his bride. Yeah. And there's a reason why he created us uh, and and really had a plan for us from the get-go to have a relationship it was it was something that was really different from everything else he had created because he wanted to have that like relationship with us so when we're comparing it to an intimate relationship with a significant other um understand that you're not going to have a relationship with significant other unless you're being vulnerable in sharing of yourself with that person sure like i i have you know even last night i had a conversation with my wife where it was not it wasn't the prettiest conversation it was kind of tough like actually sharing things that you know, saying out loud, it's kind of like, man, that, that doesn't sound good, you know, but, yeah. but there are times where you just gotta, you gotta be real and be honest. And I think that's, for me, the definition of intimacy with God is just being real and honest and like sharing yeah. all of the little things like Edgar said, but even the more vulnerable stuff that you may not want to share, even though he already knows it, but it's just like, Hey, I want to have a relationship with you. So I want to get to know you. I want to talk to you. And, yep. and yeah. Share. I think, you know, just along the same line, like last night I came in and I was, I was whipped. And I was worn out, 
And I just sat down on the couch with Deb, and uh, we just held hands and didn't say anything. Yeah. We were just there. Yeah. You know, for about, I don't know, a half hour or something. And I didn't have to explain that. She, yeah, she you know, she was just there, and we were yeah. with each other. I think that's I think that's a big part yeah. of being intimate with God is just to know that there's there are not rules and there's not, uh, you know, a certain procedure you have right. to so go like through. Steps. You just yeah. have to be in his presence, right, and talk about <laughs> anything, let him in on not that he doesn't already know what's going on in your right. life, but right, right. invite him in. I mean, yeah. invite him to be a part of that, and yeah. Yeah. and uh, and not not just the like Edgar said, the things I need and stuff I want, but just to be in his presence, just to be there with him. I think is really every day. I like every the, day. I like a point that Johnny made about the vulnerability. You know, as as human beings, we've you know growing up, we go through things that make us uh, lift a shield. Uh, with other humans mm-hmm. you know even though we're friends with people yeah. even though we're close to people there's certain things like oh, i'm not really going to tell you or You're we're ashamed. not going to talk about that and, and it's not sometimes it may not even be shame it's just that there's a shield of, of protection you know mm-hmm. what people call like a wall and I, I feel like being you know intimate with god is just coming in and dropping that shield yeah. and being completely vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah. um and, and letting god do what he wants to do with you yeah yeah so now, I mean, so now to transition, now that we've defined, you know, what intimacy is, why do we feel like it's, why do we feel like it's so hard for people to be intimate? Like what keeps us from having that intimacy with God? I think, I think that um, a lot of, a lot of it plays just in the society that we live in today. We don't, intimacy is a luxury nowadays, you know, with, with people because uh, everything about, you know, since you're young, your, your, your mindset is made to go to school, go to school until you graduate, graduate college, get a job, work, 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 work for the rest of your life, retire. And, and that's just the norm, right? But it's, you know, since we have that, like, busy schedules in our life, it's kind of hard to have intimacy with yeah. anyone, uh, yeah. whether it's our family, whether it's our friends, whether even a lot of people don't have intimacy with, with There's their significant other. There's a lot of relationships that don't go past right. surface level. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Right. And, we, and then we, sadly, we apply that to God, too, our relationship yeah. with him. I think it's a, a time issue, you know, just making that time to, to be intimate with him, to talk right. with him and, uh, you know, letting him in, you know, like we were talking about. Uh, I think we're just so busy. You know, there's so many other things that uh, pull us so many different directions that we don't uh, leave enough time to to actually be uh, in a close relationship with God. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think, you know, for, for you guys that are watching for the next 21 days, I would encourage you to just uh, set out that time to make sure you have that time with God, yeah. that you start your day out with God and then throughout the day. Uh, it does, you know, some of my most intimate times with God happen on Sunday morning on the front row during worship, and things could be, you know, maybe the technology that morning wasn't going right, or maybe our worship pastor almost broke his leg. On a- <laughs> <laughs> Another true story. story. <laughs> true story. That happened. Uh, so I'm going to post a picture of it right here. <laughs> yeah, nobody, y'all, I'm telling you, you guys probably have no idea what. Oh, it was bad. All the stuff that happens on Sunday mornings before we actually get to the service, but <laughs> but some of the closest times I have with God are right, you know, five minutes before I go to preach, and the Holy Spirit just speaks to me and taps me on the shoulder and says, "Hey, McFly, I'm, I'm right here," you know. <laughs> and so, uh, but let me just encourage you for the next 21 days to maybe um, maybe it would be a good exercise for people to look at their schedule, look at their life, yeah. and start putting God in first yeah. instead of let's work Him into the nooks and the crannies and what's left over. 
God wants to be first place in every area. Int- intimacy is that yeah. where it starts. I think that's the that's the base camp. That's the yeah. that's the starting line. Yeah. So uh, spend your time with God first, and then all all day long know that uh, this is the kind of a hurdle that I had to get past was just know that He's right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anytime you right. can just talk to Him anytime. Instant. That's what He I'm wants. Present. Yeah, yeah. I, and I I think another another important point to to talk about in terms of like what keeps us from having an intimacy is I think I think we're raised and and maybe I speak for myself but I was raised in a very conservative like Christian church where uh, you got beat over the head with the Bible basically yeah. you know like, like you had to have all your ducks in a row for God to be saved instead of like actually the first step actually receiving God's grace yeah. and his yeah. gift yeah. is sacrifice yeah. and then letting the Holy Spirit make the changes in your life. Yeah. And I think for us to have intimacy with God, a lot of times we get caught up in like, oh, well, I, I'm, you know, maybe I'm, I still drink. I don't, I can't, I can't talk to God right now. I can't right. be intimate with God because I'm an alcoholic or I'm addicted to pornography. I can't talk to God. Yeah. You know, I have all this stuff that I need to get rid of in my life before I can be intimate with yeah. God. And that's just not the case. I yeah. think, I think when people understand what the gift of grace is and what, what Jesus' sacrifice really meant, that accepting that is the number one step. Like that's mm-hmm. the that's, first thing. That's the first thing we got to do. Yep. And then we can, you know, start being intimate immediately and let him do the change in our life to yeah. to to make us better yeah. Christians, make him more make us more like him. Right. Yeah. Now, any of those problems, addictions, anything you have, I mean there's no there's no way you can get over them by the, by yourself. You have to have God in your life to do it. Um, if, I mean, if you don't, it's gonna it's gonna fail. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, and there there's a chance that you get over it for a temporary time. Oh, yeah, right. But, a short, but, short amount of but time. at the end of the day, an addiction in general, I mean, sin in general is, is difficult to, yeah. to get past. Period. I mean, I, I I probably sinned on the way here with somebody cut me off on the freeway, right? But, <laughs> right. but I mean, like when it comes to addiction specifically, yeah. even if we kick them, it's it's something that's engraved in our brain, and without having God. You know, really there yeah. to Working on hold it. our hand and like work through right. the times where we feel like, oh man, I'm tempted again. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's very very yeah. difficult. It's not, it's, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say because it's not a, it's not just about getting over it. It's about yeah. getting over it and moving on. Right. You know, and yeah. it's like you can get over something. You can you can you know be done with it. But what's next? And I feel like I feel like God is that. Yeah. It's yeah. going to help you get to that next step. And another yeah. thing that I wanted to add is um, something that you said about the morning. Um, I think I, I, I'm kind of the same with Johnny, obviously, you know, where we grew up in a very conservative home. And then it was all about wake up uh, when you wake up, pray when you wake up, pray. I found myself in, in a big chunk of my lifetime that I just didn't do it because it, it I like once I did it when I was younger, I didn't see the significance of it. But when I found God myself, it was it was very different. And then I read I read somewhere that uh, there's a statistic that says that people who um, fold uh, like their bed like put their make bed their together bed. make their bed make their bed in the morning usually have a better day um for the rest of the day and that's that's interesting because i feel like that that almost pertains to like our god you know our that's relationship with yeah. god you know when we when we make our bed with god in the morning yeah. it's like we're gonna have you know the, the yeah. rest of the rest of our day better yeah you know and another thing too like we talked kind of a little bit about the pace of life and things that are going on but uh, I think especially, I think this is something 100 years ago was not an issue. But, yeah. but with the world we live in right now with the way social media is, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I would 
wish there was a study on how many hours are wasted just scrolling Facebook. I mean, we could send is. people to Mars it's, and back probably with the man yeah. hours that we spend, oh, yeah. that we waste on uh, Facebook. But uh, I think there's so right many more things that keep us from <laughs> really uh, that compete for our attention. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, you have to you have to pick a time that is quiet yeah. the best you can at least to get started like make the bed yeah. with God I think it was D.L. Moody that said he would get up at 4.30 every morning 4.30 in the a.m. every morning absolutely not and uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Edgar walks in at like 10 a.m. he's like it's so early <laughs> yeah so anyway people ask him why he did that he said it's the only time that I can get alone with God when there's nobody else wanting my, t- my right. time yeah and, but so uh, I think Man, not 4.30, but, but priority. I think yeah. it speaks of priority yeah. for God in your life, and uh, I think right. it has to be a priority for all of us. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. for me it was, it was a bit different, uh, and I, I want to use this as an example. Um, when, I was, when I was in New York and I was producing full-time, um, I wouldn't go into work in a studio until about 11.30 at night, and that's when I started working. And I'd work throughout the night because it just felt like, nobody was in the world like it was right. just me and, yeah. and music yeah. you know and i'm not saying like start your time with god <laughs> at that time but find a the time that's yeah. that's better you know that's yeah. best for yeah. you some it. people may even do it you know in the middle of the day right, you know yeah. but for me personally yeah. like i i'm i probably will not wake up at 4 30 in the morning i'm more likely to <laughs> stay, stay up, up till stay up till 4 30 in the morning yeah. Yeah. no but yeah. The, but yeah, yeah you know you have to find a time yeah. that's yeah that's best for you yeah, yeah. i think sure. you have to be very very intentional with it i do anyways i mean i have to set aside a time like if i don't set aside this 30 45 minutes an hour to uh read my bible praise you know spend my time with god it's just not going to happen right it's just it's just there's, not that's just, so and things. that's just the way I, I don't know if it's the way i'm wired or most people no but, i think everybody no i think it. even like jonathan Man. said when he compared it to your uh your marriage yeah, yeah. right yeah. i mean well, you, your wife different. knows you love her and then yeah. y'all are you've been together for a while now and, yeah. but still Four if you don't tomorrow. oh well, congratulations yeah. thanks but if you don't intentionally uh I mean, there are times where it's just organic and it happens. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't uh, prioritize that, if yeah. your wife is not a priority, yeah. Uh, yeah. With, a, with the way that everything goes in our lives, it's easy to overlook that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Same thing with God, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I and I will say this as well. I mean, especially for this, we're we're trying to encourage you guys in the twenty-one days of prayer to really mm-hmm. like be intentional, set yeah. aside time. But it doesn't mean that that's the only time to talk to right. God. Yeah. Like right. talk to God throughout the day. It doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't right. have to be like I'm gonna get on my knees and I'm gonna say, "Oh, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be." The-. You know, it doesn't have to be. It, it just it's just a conversation, an ongoing conversation throughout the day. I think the reason, you know, some of these people in the Bible were so connected with God is because it was a constant communication. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, I I, I think. I love the story of David because, you know, God calls him a man after his own heart, even though he committed adultery, murder, all kinds. I mean, he was not a great person per se. He had a lot of sin, a lot of flaws. But at the end of the day, his connection with God was such a priority that no matter what he did, no matter what happened, he always came back and always invested himself into his relationship with God. And I think that's what's important for us to look at. For me, for example, like taking the time throughout the day, even just like 
you know, I have a 40, 40 to 45 minute drive here to work every day. I, you know, instead of listening to music or instead of listening to a podcast, don't, you should listen to our podcast, but instead of listening <laughs> to a podcast, you know, maybe just turn off the radio and just be in silence right. and just take yeah. time to talk to God yeah. about stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just find time throughout the day to have that, like, just communication, even if it's like, hey, I'm, I'm going for a jog or I'm, I'm going for groceries and whatever it might be, but take the time to actually communicate with Never. God. Um, yeah. and, and then one more point, you know, before, I, I don't know if we're going to move on to something else, but one more point I will say is like, also, you know, I think in a relationship, it's a give and take thing, right? right. Like we're not, again, comparing to my spouse, I'm not, I'm not talking at my wife and like expecting her to just no. take, 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 take everything that I'm giving to her and then just be like, okay, thanks, babe. Later. Right. Walk away. I'm actually taking time to listen to her as well and actually, yes. you know, be there for her and, and, and get that communication, that back and forth. And I think with God, again, we have this mystical like uh, concept that he's up there and we're just mm -hmm. like sending him our stuff like yeah. oh i'm gonna pray for this i'm gonna give you know please be yeah. with so-and-so give me this give me that um and, and it's not like a you know genie in a bottle type thing it's an actual relationship so take time to be quiet and actually sense. ask god hey god i don't really know what i'm listening for i don't really know what i'm trying to get from you but i really want you to speak to me so whether that be you directly speak to me and i hear your voice or uh, open the Bible and ask God to reveal something to you in the yeah. Bible or yeah, I've had times where I've asked God to talk to me and I'll literally get a phone call or a text from somebody right. and they'll be saying something to me that is a direct answer to what I was asking God. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so just take the time to actually be quiet and listen to God and ask God to speak to you right. as well. I think that's really important in, in this intimacy. Talk. I agree completely. And I think it's probably, probably the most challenging part of intimacy is to be quiet mm. yeah. and to be still. But how many times do you see that in the Bible where where God says, you know, be still, mm -hmm. listen, be patient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. And, and listen, you know, wait for my voice. And uh, that's that that's the hard thing, yeah. I think, a lot of times, for me at least, is is to, to really listen because I'm impatient. I want to do it now, yeah. you know. So yeah. um, I love it. Um, last thing, I think, and then we'll wrap this up, is what do you do with that? Like, like once, once you hear from God and, you know, we, we get to this place where we're intimate with God and God is speaking to us and we recognize his voice and, and you know the Holy Spirit has said this to you, what do you do with that? I think, I think that, that we need to understand that importance of intimacy is not just about the connection, but having that intimacy with Christ um, opens a lot of doors for us. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, uh, I know one of the questions that as Christians we have most is, uh, do, how do I know it's God talking mm. to me through this? You know, whether it be a situation, I know a couple weeks ago I was talking to the youth at Converge about this, uh, and it's about when Peter was, you know, when, when God came to, to the disciples walking on water, um, they thought it was a ghost. <clears throat> and then Jesus said, fear yeah. not for it is I. He didn't say, hey, it's me, Jesus. He's, if, yeah. if you're not for it is I. Then Peter said, Lord, if it's you. That gives me an idea that Peter really knew that it was that it was God. Whether he was making sure or not, he knew. Yeah. But how? Just because he knew his voice. He had he had spent time with mm -hmm. Jesus. He understood his voice. And then that that um sometimes, you know, well when we have quiet time with God and just trying to listen to what he's telling us to do, or we might not be we might not get uh 
physical, like, audible voice yeah. Yeah. talking back to us. But if we go later on throughout the day or throughout our week, throughout our month, throughout our year, there's going to be situations where we're going to be like, God, I, <laughs> you know, I need something right now. And you're going to see God work in that situation. Right. And you're going to be like... I know that's God, and that you 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 will only get that when you have spent time with Him, when you have mm -hmm. that intimacy. So it opens doors. Um, yeah. So uh, also somewhere I read in a book that it says that uh, intimacy uh, with God in your room or your closet, your bathroom, whatever, uh, opens door opens the door to the kingdom. Mm. You know. So. I just think that we, we see God in everything, right? We see God in our friends. We see God in, in church when we come to church and music. But I just feel like we see God in a complete different way when we do it, it where somewhere in the room where it's just ourselves. Mm -hmm, yeah. You know, we see another side of God that is, you know, it's it's our God. It's like, it's my yeah. God. It's mm -hmm. my God. Because I, I, can, I can tell you who... Who I think God is to me, but that may not be God for you. Right. You know, so when we spend that intimate time with God, that's that's one of the uh, other yeah. good things that we get from that is that that we get to know God for who He is and who is God to us and what He wants for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I think to transition to your point, the last one about you know what do we do with it? Yeah. Um, I think it's also important for us to understand God's role in our life because you know it's a it's an interesting balance of us looking at God as uh, basically our significant other, like having an intimate relationship with us, but also the respect of, hey, he's God. Yes, yeah. Lord. He is yeah. God yeah. of everything. He's the creator right. of the universe. He's above all. And and so, you know, when it comes to having that balance, you know, we, we want to have, we want to have that relationship with him. But we also want to be mindful of the fact that he has got in and actually obedient to what he's telling us like right. actually paying attention and, and doing what god is asking us to do right um and i think there's a lot of examples again in the bible of people who had relationships with god and and even though they did they were like no like uh this is not right for me or i can't do this or and no. then eventually when they realized like you don't you don't this is what you got to do they did it and you could see God working in their lives right. in that situation. I mean, with Jonah, with Moses, I mean, there's there's a lot of different mm -hmm. examples. But, you know, I think to your point, you know, what do we do now that we've heard God's voice? What do we do now that we, we've, we've identified the Spirit speaking to us? It's like, now we got to really take the time and say, okay, I hear you. I'm going to move. Like, yeah. I'm going right. to do what it is that you want right. me to do. Yeah. Act on. And, I, and I like, and I like, uh, like times in the Bible, like Moses, for example, <clears throat> when he went to the mountain and had intimate time with God, he came down and he was literally like bright, yeah. you know? And that's something that, that we get from that intimate time with God is that when we finish having that intimate time with God, it's yeah. like, we, we're like Moses coming down from that mountain and people see us and then pe honestly like people don't believe this but when you have God in you when you have the presence of God in your life it's like people just by looking at you can see that you mm. know to see that there's something different about you mm, yeah. so a lot of people say you know how do I how can I get people to come to church how can i get my friends to to see what god and who god really is and i said you know the best way is you know the first step it should be yeah. intimate time with god because yeah. they're gonna see that in you yeah. and they're yeah. gonna be like man i don't know what it is about that guy but i want to find out and maybe be like him yeah you know so maybe to wrap this up uh i don't know if you guys have anything else to add but i think um I think intimacy with God is a great place for us to start in our journey. 
because it really, it really is the thing that um, changes, changes us when we're intimate with God. When we get to that place where we've received Christ and we are um, in relationship, mm-hmm. in deep relationship, it really, it really changes us. It changes the way that I think we see our world. It changes the way we relate yeah. to the people around us. It changes the way people relate to us and, and see who we are, and it draws people to the kingdom. And I think that's what this is all about. So I hope you turn in, tune in, turn in, tune in. <laughs> turn in, tune in. Turn in, tune in. <laughs> Tomorrow for day two, we're going to continue uh, on this topic of intimacy uh, for two more podcasts, and then we'll move on from there. So thanks again for watching or, or listening if you're in your car, and thanks, guys, for yeah. being here Thank you. to get this started. You. Have a good one, guys.